to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cutback. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and we get to talk draft, so I'm excited because this is one of my favorite things, dollars. but everyone's talking about who they get in that pick three, who oh the 49ers take at pick three. Not us. Who are we getting in round two at pick 43? Well, I mean, just not right now. Well, well of course, right, not right of now. Course, of course, of course. Uh, no, this is this is an interesting topic for sure. I mean, I'm I'm very curious to to know how other people feel about this. Right. I'm curious to think what, you, what you, how you feel about this because all of us have kind of been on the the, the train of maybe you trade up um, into the end of round one and try and grab some more talent or grab another impact player there in round one since you moved up from twelve to three to take a quarterback. And you know, while typically I am on the, the mindset of if you're going to move up that high for a quarterback, he has to start game one. It doesn't seem like the Niners are going to be taking that route. So if they're not going to trade up in from that round two pick at pick 43 up into the first round, uh, there are some things there that I'd like them to target. There are some things I definitely want them to target. But I think the most realistic thing is O-lineman or edge rusher. I think those are the two positions where there's going to be someone there guaranteed at 43 that they can snag up and grab. I'm not as convinced that there's going to be a valuable corner there at that spot that you would take. I don't believe you get a guy like Xavier Collins who would fall that far, barring something catastrophic happening. Uh, and since you're going quarterback there in with pick three, there's definitely no need to take another quarterback there at pick 43. So I think the best two options for the Niners are that, O-line and edge rusher. Yeah, I think when you're looking at it, like you said, trading up into the first round is a possibility depending on who slips. You know, I mean, if, if all of a sudden you're looking and you've got a Jalen Phillips sitting there at the end of the first round, or for some reason a Patrick Sartan slides, or a Greg Newsom is there at the end of the back end of the first round, maybe you think about going up and securing a guy that can make a huge impact on your team. Yes, you have to give up draft capital. You might not have to give up 43. You can maybe give up future picks, which I know scares the living bejesus out of everyone. They always get worried about future draft picks. But I think more than likely they, they're going to stay put or move slightly up, you know what I mean, it, it, into that range. And like you talked about, it's probably going to be offensive line uh, or defensive end, you know, possibly edge rusher, maybe. It all depends on who is there, right? Because now with the mocks the way they are, Aziz Aljolari could be there. It's true. Joe Tryon will definitely be there. Those are two guys that, you know, they could target on the edge. As far as offensive line, that's where I get the most excited probably is because Landon Dickerson, Wyatt Davis, and Creed Humphrey will all be available. Correct. And an outside thought process, because he's a first-round talent, even though he hasn't played in a couple years, is Walker Little. Because Ooh. you could get a Walker Little, who's a first-round talent, who's coming off injury, at 43 would be a huge value. Because he could legitimately take over for Mike McGlinchey in the future. And when Trent Williams' contract was up, he could take over Trent Williams' spot at left tackle. That's how good he is. He's legit number one recruit kind of guy. Somebody outside the box to think about. And I know we've also thought maybe that they could go with a running back, good. like a Najee Harris, if he was there. Um, so those are kind of the guys that I'm leaning towards. But I know we have a lot of other guys that we like there, too. 100% we do. Uh, the big thing for me is, is it really, like you said, it depends on who's slipping and falling, right? Like if you got the Greg Newsoms of the world uh, falling there into second round territory, uh, one of my mock drafts he did, and I desperately tried to move up to grab him. <laughs> he got past 33, and I was like, stop, 
make the move go get this man today yeah. right now son um that would be the one of the few guys other than him and Zayvon Collins, I think, that I would be 100% dead set on moving up, like super high up to get. If you got a guy like Patrick Sertan sitting around there too as well. Um, a, a name that gets brought up a lot that a lot of people like is Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. I don't think he'll fall to 43, but if he is anywhere near that area, then 100% yes. Yeah. I mean, he'd be, he'd be a great fit in San Francisco in, in that scheme, especially as a slot guy playing on the inside slot corner early on in his career so i think he could transition to outside and translate to a better outside corner with time to develop but man if you're talking day one off the get-go putting him somewhere in the slot in a nickel package whoo man i like that a lot yeah he will give you a lot of flexibility to be able mm -hmm. to play inside and outside he kind of has he's a poor man's jason brett right now because he hasn't developed so he has those type of skills and that similar size except Brett is more thick now but he wasn't initially coming out of college but Brett went at the end of the first round, so you would kind of expect Asante Samuel Jr. to go similar area in the first round, early second. I think that's kind of the target for him. He's a great player, so you're right. That's a possibility. We like Elijah Molden. He's Elijah somebody Molden. that will probably be available at 43. Correct. Um, but he also could be available if the 49ers decided to trade back, which is an option. Mm -hmm. um, I think if I was if I was doing it value-wise, I'd want to get an offensive lineman or a edge rusher. Only because those guys always carry value. Well, and I don't think they're as deep this year, too. Right. I don't think you're going to get. You're 100. You're right. not going to get an impact O lineman or even a guy that you're confident you can develop in a year to be an impact O lineman. Probably after about what late round two. Yeah, and I think you're looking at it too. Is is Alex Mack the answer in the future? Long term, if, probably not. If you're looking at Alex Mack, if he's going to be there for two or three years, there's no reason to address the center position. If you're looking at Alex Mack, that he's only going to be here one year, then maybe you target a Landon Dickerson. You play him at guard this year, he's perfectly capable of playing guard this year. And then you slide him over to center and take over for Alex Mack when he understands the offense and can make the calls because that dude's a legit player. Um, I know we've been leaning towards Wyatt Davis, but if you're in that line of thinking, Landon Dickerson is my favorite center prospect in this entire draft. Easily. Creed Humphrey's second and then Myers after that, but I do. But you you wouldn't take Myers in round two. That's a guy that no. we could talk about potentially in another episode coming up. Yeah, I think so. That that's possibly a, you know he's later on in the in the draft. I was just pointing it out. You were not wrong. Yeah, um, I think that I think those are the guys really. I mean, I don't think I don't think we look wide receiver. I don't think we look you not know, that early. No, and I mean went, the last two years you've gone wide receiver early, and you hit on both of those. Yeah, right. You hit the you knocked it out of the park with Debo Samuel. You knocked it out of the park with Brandon Ayuk. I think now's the time to stretch your uh, stretch your wide receiver muscles later in the draft and see if you can't get a steal late and uh, use use these picks to sure up on a position on this team that you need that there's not as much depth at. I just wonder if they will go interior offensive line because this hasn't been the move for the 49ers, especially Kyle Shanahan or Mike That's Shanahan's history of going interior offensive line early, especially. So Walker Little, somebody like that, Sam Cosme, somebody like that would make more sense. I think a tackle that could also play guard. Mm -hmm. But they've just did this, right? In two straight drafts, tackles that could play guard. So is this the answer? I'm not sure. Or they're taking a tackle because they want to move McGlinchey inside to guard. 100% could do that. I mean, McGlinchey would be an outstanding guard. Uh, we're going to find out, aren't we? We are definitely going to find out. And you're going to want to find out with us live on draft day. That's right draft day day one we'll be there live streaming the whole thing day two we will be cutting in with intermittent live streams you don't want to miss it live reaction to what the 49ers are doing shirt taking off celebrations <laughs> from me 
tons of things you don't want to miss it so make sure you're subscribed if you haven't already smash that subscribe button hit that notification bell it's right next to it i wish it made an actual ding sound when you hit it but it's fine you hit it you get notified every time we go live every time we post a video 11 a.m daily tuesdays at 5 30 p.m fridays at 6 30 p.m yeah and you're gonna want to be here on draft day because you're gonna ask you're gonna have questions and you're gonna ask these questions and we're gonna answer them the best we can and we're going to have good conversation about it. Great conversation. You know, we're either going to be really excited together or really miserable together. And that's okay because it, we're all in it together. together. It's going to be a fun time. And, you know, I'm, I just like it because it's the start of hope that the 49ers can have a very successful winning season. Last year wasn't so good, but this will be the start of the new season overall. Rollboy asked in our live stream that we recorded on, fr on Thursday this week, excuse me. He asked, is this the 49ers year to win a Super Bowl? Very well could be, and the draft is either going to solidify it in all of our minds or make us doubt it all for the rest of the season. Hopefully it's the former and not the latter. We're just going to have to wait till find out. But until next time, 49ers fans, you stay safe. And remember the right way is always, always the 49ers, 49ers way. way.